Welcome to the Disney World is Awesome podcast. I'm TJ. I'm Matt. Landon here. Hey everybody, I was not ready for the show to start. My headphones aren't even on, so I'm flying you blind sound, right You sound now. great, but hey, guess what? For the third week in a row, we've got usually Ben here. No ben again. Way. Ben, ben, again. Ben, ben, ben again. Ben again. We'll stick with Ben again. Yeah, this is a record for me, so I feel honored and appreciate you guys. With with gas prices right now, Ben, we appreciate you driving from your neighborhood to ours. I mean, it's less than $100, so. <laughs> we, also, <laughs> we also appreciate you driving today's episode. Yes. Uh, ben was with us a couple weeks ago, drove. We talked about memories last week. Landon hosted a fun episode where if you came to Disney World with all of us, here's what the day would look like. Um, and now this week, Ben is back in the driver's seat. Just wanted to say a quick thank you to our listeners who take a second to leave reviews and whatnot. We heard from, uh, we've heard from a few people over the last, well, several people over the last few weeks. Uh, somebody said this is the best podcast. They leave for Disney World in 10 days. Now, this was a, a, a few weeks ago they left this, so they've been at Disney World by now. Maybe they're there. 19 people. Whoa. Oh. Four staying on property, fifteen off property, and he—they uh, said that our podcast has been the most helpful and most enjoyable. They refer to themselves as almost experts. I like that. Ooh. What's his name? They didn't leave their name. Oh, oh. Well, they know who they are. And thank, thank you, you for listening. Appreciate it. To four dads, same neighborhood. Yeah, basically experts. Yeah, that's the deal. Ben, what? Wh- where are we going? Uh, I've buckled up. I'm going to go ahead and dedicate this episode to Landon because this is called Seven Opportunities to Ruin a Disney World oh Trip. <laughs> now we're talking. Wait, why is it dedicated to me? Because I've why. tried? Because you're you're Mr. Negative. I don't know. Listen, it's a, I just want everybody to know it's just a bit. I love that place except for so many things there like the Speedway, Hall of Presidents, Go on, Ben. Those are great examples People. of what we will not be talking about today. So we're not talking about stay away from that attraction or uh, you didn't do enough planning on your trip or you didn't get Genie Plus. These are more uh, mindset issues that you may have when you're at Disney World because as great as Disney World is, you will run into mental barriers or opportunities uh, to be grumpy. And so I'm going to go ahead and... Um, Hopefully, help set your expectations right when you go down there so that uh, when you recognize some of these cues, uh, you won't fall for it. You're not going to get grumpy. You're not going to be upset. So this is, and this is going to be helpful. This, I think How this will be adjust. helpful. Yep. Podcast trivia, guys. What have we referred to these before as? Do you remember? We've called them no. hiccups. Oh. These hiccups. are hiccups. Hiccups, sure. Yeah. Okay. Hiccups from Ben. All right. Number one, sticker shock. And I'm especially thinking about maybe the dad who was kind of dragged to Disney World by his family, and he's not sure if he really wants to be there or not. He gets down there. Wow, that food was expensive. Wow, these souvenirs are expensive. Uh, Everything's expensive down here. Well, you kind of have to know that going in. It is Disney World. Um, They do charge a lot. So one thing I'd suggest, suggest is just, have your expectations set at that. Um, now, I understand if you're trying to save money, there are a lot of ways that you can uh, try to do that um, by not eating out as much, not buying as many souvenirs. But here's my suggest- suggestion, if I can say that. Um, I think a lot of people, when they book their trips, 
they think of the price of the hotel and their tickets as the price of their trip. And what I would suggest is add more onto that. Add another thousand dollars or fifteen hundred in your mind, so that when you're uh, dining out at that uh, restaurant that's costing you a lot of money, you're like, "This is part of the experience. This is part of what we're paying for." This is why dining plans were so awesome, right? Because you would you would buy your dining plan ahead of time and have those points and pay for it, and then you didn't think about it when you were dining down there. You weren't thinking about the money. It costs the same, right? Exactly. It's not like you're sa- you were saving a ton of money because of the dining plan, but you weren't thinking about the money that you spent at that time. So that's it's almost ex- it's almost a weird way to budget. So instead yeah. of having to put aside the money, you already pay it up front, right? And then it's taken care right. of, right? And then right, you don't think about it. You like, know, one thing that I dislike seeing at Disney World are the dads with Disney shirts that oh, say, yeah. you know. I'm here to pay. Right. Or the Disney with the dollar sign. Get on board, right? Yep. Just cowboy up. Join the party. Let's go. Right. Exactly. accept the fact and go for it. All right. You got it. All right. Number two, long lines. Whether uh, it's Disney transportation, park entrance, rides, you're going to have long lines at times. We do what we can to avoid them. You can try to get on the Skyliner. You can try to uh, work the hours and, and go when it's not peak times. But sooner or later, you're going to hit a long line. This is another thing where you have to expect it and you have to be ready. If you have young kids, have entertainment, have snacks, have things they can draw on, pack the stroller full of stuff. If you're an adult, I'll give an example. This wasn't at Disney, but last time my wife and I went to Universal Studios, we were in Harry Potter world. We had the Harry Potter stories queued up on my phone. We'd put our AirPods in and we'd listen to the the audiobooks while we were in line. So there's a lot of things you can do. You can play games. Nerd alert. Right. Hey. But also amazing. Hey. Really smart. <laughs> Some people do three questions during during while they're in line. Just putting it out there. Some so. people should listen to our podcast. A podcast. While they're in line. Right. You could do a lot of fun things. I see a lot of people playing heads up on their phone. If you don't have that uh, app, it's a great one to have if you have kids heads up look it up it's an app there's a disney app there's a disney games app that you can do too while you're in the parks so a lot of different things so don't look at long lines as a barrier look at it as an opportunity to have some fun connect with your family that's a chance to spend time with your family (laughs) (laughs) that was the one thing i loved going with the big group a couple years ago is Standing in line went so fast. We had so much fun because, like, all the kids were enjoying each other. But then the adults—that was our time you could to talk like to just each catch other. up and hang out. So Great idea. That is one major plus when you go with a big group. Okay. All right. Number three barrier you may run into: overcommitting to a plan. Now, I've heard you guys talk about plan out your morning, hit the big rides that you want to hit, and then kind of flex the afternoon and see how it goes. I think that's wise because. If you overcommit to a plan that you've set, you're going to be disappointed because something's going to be closed. You're not going to be able to get in there. Uh, and it could be very frustrating if you're expecting to do everything you want to do and you had your whole day planned out. Yeah, does, does Genie Plus mess with this? You know what I mean? Like, because you're stacking things, you're trying to, you're trying to, you know, you end up planning your day a little bit with it and then you might not like how it's kind of driving through it. I wouldn't use the word mess. I think it helps. Or does it help with yeah. it? Yeah. I think it just sets expect expectations and you don't carry the burden of, well, we still haven't 
been on those two rides, if I, you have those boxes checked, knowing that you have a Genie Plus, that might help. But what if you don't? Then you're stressed and you're <laughs> back into Ben's. Now you're standing in That's line. why you're listening to now this exact episode. There you go. Yes. Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> TJ and I made eye contact. Uh, he was starting. It's in, back. I got it. Okay. He's got it. He's got it. I'm not against planning. Planning is good. Planning can be helpful. But if you, you know, some people and even some, I think, travel planners will create an Excel spreadsheet to cover every single minute from open to close. And I don't like that at all because you're not giving yourself any room to try things or to slow down or to speed up or to go back around and do something, you know. Some of my favorite memories are just stumbling onto something I wasn't expecting. And it's nice to have room for that. Yeah. All right. All right. What are we on, four? Number four. I love this episode so far. Good job, Ben. But in, so instead, did you say instead? Oh, instead of overcommitting? Yeah, you get you have to leave room for it. So I, I would point back to you guys and say what you've suggested in Let the it past come is to actually you. really good. I would say name a few of those rides you have to hit. Try and get to those if you can. Um, early on in the day. Early on. And then if you've got extra time, great. Um, maybe you have like a second tier list of like, well, here are the rides that I want to hit if I have enough time. But uh, leave room to just to flex. Love it. Prioritize. Uh, related, trying to do too much. This is number four. Trying to do too much or hit too many rides. This is where I come back to why are we at Disney World? I'd say for most of us, it's to have fun. It's to connect with our families. It's to escape our everyday lives. And part of having fun is getting on as many rides as we can. But there's a line there that if you cross it, now you're so stressed about trying to get on everything. You're rushing your family across the park. Kids are screaming. Parents are screaming. We have to get to the next thing. This is another spot where you have to step back and say, why are we here? Is it to try to get on every ride? Or is it to try to have some beautiful moments with our families, with our friends, whoever we're there with? That's a good one. I have a trip coming up in October. And if some of you remember, my mom surprised me and announced through TJ that for their 40th anniversary, they're taking our entire extended family to Disney World. Now, this means my one-year-old, who will be two, is coming along. A little different. But then I have a few other other nephews. I have a brother-in-law, bless his soul, no disrespect, who walks slower. (laughs) (laughs) He will just be taking it in. So this is where I need to really weigh into this. And, And just... Not because whenever I get there, it's like, how many boxes can I check? Right. And I've kind of got my two oldest and my wife drinking that same potion of like, all right, here we go. Time to start checking boxes with this family group. I want to, I want to experience it at all and be okay with not checking every box. Along with checking every box, I see Disney world in each day. Like there are checkpoints to your day and me, you know, I'm usually the one driving the group. So I'm think I'm always thinking about the next checkpoint. Like, okay, we need to we need to head towards the Skyliner and buy this time so we can get on it. Then when we're online to get on Skyliner, okay, we need to get to security. And then there's all these checkpoints. Uh so it, it, that's a hard place to be if you're constantly in that mindset. You're missing you just feel like you're missing things. So it's a good reminder to you know, look around. 
There, there were a few times when I was there with my daughter that I could tell we were both getting a little overworked, running all over the parks. And so I would find a spot, a rest spot, like we've talked about, and I'd just park the stroller and we'd sit there. And she was like, what are we doing? Like, we're not doing anything. We're just sitting here. And we'd sit and it'd be quiet. Then after a few minutes, she'd kind of start rummaging around a little bit more. Pretty soon she wants to get out of the stroller. Pretty soon she's kind of bouncing around a little bit. And all of a sudden that energy is coming back. And now we're not, rather than try to push through that, you just stop. And you and you give yourself time to rest when you need it. And, and uh, if you got to miss a ride, you miss a ride. Awesome. All right. Uh, what are other ways to opportunities to ruin a Disney World trip. <laughs> do not, wait, hold on. Do not put that on any slogan of this show. Right. If you have to miss a ride, miss a ride. I don't know if you no, saw that's, me there. I that's your just, t-shirt we talked about before. On the front, it's going to say land in here, and on the back, it'll just list things that you want to complain about. So <laughs> it'll just be, there's your t-shirt. That's funny. <laughs> All right, go it's, ahead. It's just a Tomorrowland Speedway track. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. And by the way, I've done all of these things, which is why I'm suggesting you don't. Number five, not sleeping. And the mindset is when you're down there, I've paid a lot of money. I've got five days or however many days. I need to pack them as full as possible. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to stay up late. And we're going to be in the parks all day. I'm telling you, it's going to lead to bad things. You have to sleep at night. It's not worth being sleep deprived all day. It leads to grumpiness. It leads to to fights and short tempers. You're not. You're just thinking about wanting to go to bed. So, like back to the planning again. You plan out every day. You plan out hour by hour. The problem is, yeah, you 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 pull a late night. Let's say you're at Epcot and you pull a right. late night. The next morning, oh, the plan is we're rope dropping the Magic Kingdom. That's where you got to call an audible and be right. like, you know what? We're gonna take it easy in the morning. We're we- not gonna rope drop. We yep. got in late. We, you know, the kids are fried. That's why, and that's why my family does that afternoon break because you know you're going to be at the parks probably a little bit later, and you know you want to get there in the morning. So it's like, okay, we need to find time. We need to gain thirty minutes of some nap time here or something like that, some rest time. So yeah, there you go. the the afternoon break is huge. Also, if you're able to build in one or two rest days, yeah, a pool day where you're not at a park. You're hanging out by the pool. Maybe you're sneaking in a nap, and you're not having to get up and go, 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 or you're staying late. Just sneak in one or two extra pool rest days. You'll be golden. You know, it does help to have like Animal Kingdom in the middle too, because it Seriously. closes at like eight. Yeah, and you're not gonna you're not gonna push Animal Kingdom. No, you'll be you, done by two thirty. Yeah, you'll you'll feel good. Or you can start later, right. And still hit things. Right. There you go. So it's another one. Okay. Number six. Number six, not eating well and not eating enough. Boo, skip it. Don't. <laughs> Never heard of don't it. Don't leave room <laughs> for a hangry family. Have lots of snacks with you is my point, Landon, is one of my oh, points. Good, good. Have diff, lots of snacks. That's a good point. This is where, like, in real life, at home, we're like, don't over snack the kids. We want them to eat their meals. In Disney, I'm like, I don't care. Just keep them eating constantly if they don't eat their dinner whatever we'll feed them more snacks like just keep them fed keep them happy again this is very much from my parent point of view you're burning calories walking around that place you need the energy so i mean and if you want to see a child crash just take one spin and you'll see it's it's nonstop. you're just surrounded by children who are hungry and crabby right so 
and and don't worry, we're those people too. So but, just do your best to. This goes be back ready. to that planning part too, or like over planning, where you're like, well, we're going to eat at twelve fifteen, and if if it's ten forty five or eleven o'clock, and everybody in your group is hungry, <laughs> go eat. Don't yep. wait until like twelve fifteen to go eat. Get mm-hmm. it done. And I have not eating well as part of this too. Not because I'm saying you need to be a health nut while you're in Disney World. Don't do that necessarily, but. What you don't want is your kid vomiting at 9 p.m. during the fireworks show, Landon, or whenever. True that. True that. Yes. So, like, try it when you can. If you see some fruit, get some fruit in your kid's hands. Well, like, try not to eat fruit, burgers, and fries for every meal. <laughs> I'm just get, saying. I think you get a fruit cup for for a side sometimes. You can get grapes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I that's think. what I'm saying. Is that right? Like, yeah. when I can, yeah. I swap out the fries for fruit or green there's, beans there's or whatever they have. Dole Whip. And I'm saying that purely yeah. to like keep their stomachs happy. Get the pineapple, pineapple. dough. All right, get the pineapple dough wet. Yeah, there you go. That's fruity. Does it, the cheese with the pretzels isn't cheese considered protein? Listen, yes. when we, it doesn't matter <laughs> if we're eating at Pinocchio's Village House or be our guest or anywhere. My kid's getting mac and cheese, and it's mac and cheese almost every meal for the bad. whole week. It's pretty bland. It's just insane. Right. No. no, it's what they eat. <laughs> it's like it's the chicken strips. It's the Mickey waffles. It's the mac and cheese. It's the, it's what they're gonna. It's what they're gonna get. I so just, personally, I just get so hungry at Disney World that when I sit down in a restaurant and I'm looking at that burger and fries, I'm like, that's really what I want. And I will get it sometimes, but saying try to try not to overcommit to the to the greasy food <laughs> just for your own sake. All right, are we down to our last one? Number seven. Number the last seven. one. Losing track of the why. I already touched on this, but why are you in Disney World? Is it to race around and go nuts and hit as many rides as you can? I think for most people, you're there to have fun. Uh, You're there to spend time with your family. It's up to you to set the tone for the trip. You're going to run into hiccups. You're going to run into long lines, all the things. Be ready for that and be ready to spin it and make it a fun moment and a fun memory for you and your family. I don't, th- I don't think we need to add anything to no. that. That is fantastic. This should be the most listened podcast episode that we put out. Because it had a negative title to start? <laughs> what was the title? Landon's Negative Things. <laughs> seven opportunities. Told by ben. Seven opportunities to ruin a Disney World should trip. Should we make the title Seven Opportunities to Not Ruin a Disney World Trip? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The title? There you go. Seven things Listen, Landon think, talked think, to Ben about. I think Ben did an extraordinary job. That was great. And they're all incredible tips. What's your what's your worst one out of those? Like what's probably, the one? Probably trying to fit too much. I'm I'm guilty of that every time. I will I will run myself to empty yeah because there's two boxes that are unchecked even though my kids are dragging right my wife is i'm pulling all three of them yeah lines don't bother me as that's probably not as big a fault of or and the money thing but i'll grind my family unintentionally and then we might be in the same boat yeah i think so i think you and i can go together and, and we'll be good so Good job, Ben. Nice job, Ben. Thanks, One of Thanks the best for rides that. we've been on. But we're not done. We're not done. Thank you, because it's time for the world famous three questions. Let's have some fun. Here goes. I'd like to present the three, three, three questions. questions. Three questions. Hey, can I go first? Please. <laughs> this one's really off the wall, but I liked it. This one came from Joshua uh, a few weeks back, 
and I'm sorry that we're just now getting to it. He goes, if you had, well, he has four movies that aren't represented in the parks, and I want each of you to choose one film and what kind of ride or attraction you would make based off the film. So Joshua said, oh, and all these are all live action to make it more interesting. So here are the four. National Treasure, Flubber, Prince of Persia, and Race to Witch Mountain. Oh my goodness. So just like very sea level. Yeah, I've movies. only heard of I think the first two. Okay, so Flubber is gonna be like a Soren type one where you're kinda like you're sitting in that car. It's Robin Williams, I think was the original one. I think they did a remake up no. No, you're no the Robin Williams was, was the, the remake. remake. Yep. yep. Originally it was Dick Van Dyke. I think you're right. I think Dick Van Dyke did the original and uh so basically scientists created this Flubber, it's plot. like a rubber. So anyhow, <laughs> well, you need it to be able to go on soaring. So it's a soaring like one where you're sitting in a car and and you're going to be soaring. You know, get lifted up and you're going around with a big screen. I feel like I feel like Flubber could be a Muppets 3D esque kind of a thing. Oh too. yeah, that's good. We got stuff for, flying around. Very science driven. I very much like. I love the movie National Treasure with Nicolas Cage. I say we create. Uh, we I'm on. I'm a cast member now. Uh, some sort of escape room, interactive escape room, where you and your guests can go spend 15 to 20 minutes trying to solve a mystery in a Disney themed like escape room. No, that's all right, good. that's good. Do we have to do all four? Are we doing? No, all no, four? no. Okay, no. We can even move on. That was all a right. great question for Josh. I don't think Dick Van Dyke was the original Flubber, though. We need to fact check that. Okay. I, we I, we probably have some listeners shaking their head. Okay, all right, Matt, Ben, do you have, Matt? Do you have a question? I do have a question. Hit it's us, a quick Matt. one. It's an easy one. You get to pick one area slash land in Disney World, and we're going to double the size. Oh, that's good, Matt. What's your What's your area? What's your land that you would like to? Boom! We're just going to double it. Are you talking about parks or resorts or just a land, Ben? Oh, a land oh, oh, or a land. area? Yep, a land within a park. Okay, yep. gotcha. I, for me, it's a no-brainer. Toy Story Land. Yeah, it's already too crammed. I want double, triple the 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 Toy Story in my life. Right. Toy Story Four was on the other day. It's just a fantastic movie. Give me a bigger Toy Story Land. Hopefully, I'm not stealing TJ's here, but I would love to see Fantasyland double in size. I mean, it, it's a nice size, but it's very cramped down there. Mm. And if that could spread out a little bit, and that just feels like the heart of Magic Kingdom to me, um, that would, I would love to see that grow. I love it. I was going to say Main Street. I, I, Adventureland. <laughs> I would say Adventureland. I think Adventureland, it only, if you think about it, it only has, what, three, four attractions? Right. Uh, I, I'd love to see it. I think there's more that they could do. Don't get rid of the current things. Make it twice as Bigger. big. I think it'd be awesome. My, mine was Toy Story Land. I, nice. It's just, it's too many people. And listen, before people area. before people completely write us off, Dick Van Dyke was not in it the wasn't? original Flubber. Who was the original? Uh, his name was Fred McMurray. Oh, okay. I wouldn't Dick mind. Van, Dick Van Dyke was in Mary Poppins. I wouldn't mind oh. the, the hub grass being... Or and just like that area in front of the castle being twice as big, more oh, for fireworks. For fireworks, that's yeah. a, that's not a bad idea either, Ben. I like that. All right, we got a third question 
for three questions. Is wasn't it, it a remake of the Absent-Minded <laughs> Professor? It wasn't yes. called Flubber. Right, right. Yeah, that's what the the original was called, Absent-Minded Professor. Got it. Okay. Correct. Yes. Wow. It's now made its way through. Welcome all three of our... to the Flubber is Awesome <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we we gave Flubber a lot of real estate. On My goodness, show. never again. And it <laughs> got a it got a ride. It just got yeah. a ride before Moana. <laughs> You're going soaring. <laughs> it just beat Moana. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what am I soaring over? <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're just bling. You're just bouncing <laughs> You just don't like the answer uh, because we're going to get lifted up in the air. Yeah, that's very he true. He doesn't want another story. story. What's, the, what's our last We have a questions. third question from somebody. Ben, TJ. TJ, you said you had one. <laughs> no, what? Did I? Yeah. No, I didn't. I said I don't. I said I'm out. Okay, I got one. Okay. Uh... This is another shit. We, Jenna, I'm sorry. Jenna's like, we heard from Jenna. Jenna gave us three questions and we read one of hers. She had another great one, so I'm going to read it. Jenna said, for someone who doesn't enjoy roller coasters, that's like me, what other things does Disney World offer that would make the cost going worth it? So can, many things. Can you go to Disney? Well, I mean, just make it really simple, but can you go to Disney World if you hate roller coasters? Well, think about it. I, like Magic Kingdom, all you're eliminating is, what, Big Thunder, Space Mountain, Seven Dwarfs. I think if you love roller coasters, Disney could be a tad disappointing. Right. It's, yeah, it would it's be it's the not other as way roller, around. Right. It's not as roller yeah. coaster heavy as some other parks that may be in that area. Now, you still have some great ones. You have Everest, and right. you have Slinky Tower Duck, Terror, and, and yeah. Rock and Roller Coaster. I think Tron is going to be fantastic. Yep. The new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I hear, right. is really great. But yeah, like what Ben said. A lot of shows. Yeah. A lot of shows, a lot of experiential rides that are not going to freak you out. And then yeah. you have TJ and Soren. Not a, not a roller coaster, but terrified. I don't, I'm start, I'm getting to the point that I don't need a ton of rides to make my to make it a fun Ooh. and happy vacation. You don't even need to go into the parks, apparently. Well, I, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, still, I still want the parks. But. Yeah. Well, that was a All fun right. episode. Thank you, Ben. Do we want well, to say the, anything else about Flubber? No. Okay. <laughs> I think it's had its time. So that's the first time in a hundred plus episodes we've mentioned it. That'll, that'll be, be the only, last. That'll yeah. be the last. All right. Thanks for listening. And uh, it, we hope that we hope that you come back. <laughs> we'll see you next next week. <laughs> Landon, Landon just about spit out his water. We'll see you next week on the Disney World is Awesome podcast.